Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 149 of The Informed Catholic. Uh, this is of season two, 2020. So I have an article here from Breitbart News, uh, Breitbart, uh, Jim Caviezel, uh, the actor from The Passion of the Christ, Freedoms Are Not Taken Away by Communists but given away by our surrender. So before we begin this article, if you like my podcast, please subscribe and share. Uh, word of mouth is the best thing for me. I don't have an advertisement. And, um, you know, just share it. It would help a great deal. It would tell Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, that you like this podcast and they'll put it out more. They'll circulate it more. And it'll be great if you, it would be great for me and it would be great for you guys. Uh, it would be a great help. Thank you. So let's start with a prayer, please. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, Our Lady of Peace and Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Holy Church, and Terror of Demons, pray for us. St. Thomas More, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. And St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, folks, um, Jim Caviezel. <clears throat> I saw him in uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. I actually have it uh, uh, streaming on um, Amazon. I really love that picture. Uh, I enjoy it, uh, swashbuckling, and it's really cool. And I thought it was a great pitch, a great uh, role for him. Um, I took me a while before I I put the two of them together. That it's it, the the actor in the Passion, the Christ, is the same actor, the Count of Monte Cristo. And um, I saw him in the, in the Paul, the Apostle of Christ. Uh, I thought that was really a cool picture as well. He played uh, Saint Luke. And uh, I know he had a TV series, a detective show. Um, I never got a chance to see that, unfortunately. Um, I think it was just on a different night. And um, I don't know, for some reason, I don't watch. I think it was on CBS. I just don't watch CBS that much for some reason. I hardly ever have it on. Um, he's a great actor. I, You know, it's too bad he doesn't get enough roles. Uh, it would be cool if they gave him uh, more roles. I hope he gets more roles in the future. I know that he supposedly will come back for a sequel uh, that Mel Gibson wants to make. Um, I think it'll be cool. Um, you know, unfortunately, Hollywood, um, I, I don't know if they blacklisted him or he just doesn't care. I know he does a lot of audio uh, books and that's pretty cool. Um, 
And he does, um, I think he does a lot of talks with young people, which I think is cool as well. I hope he writes. I hope he writes uh, some stuff and writes books and everything. You know, it's a cultural thing, unfortunately. Um, you live in the Christian world. You'll circulate, you'll circulate around the Christian world. And um, Protestants respect him, which I think is wonderful. Um, Catholics, um, I think, respect him. I don't know about the liberal Catholics, but he's he really has the right attitude. You know, he's um, he practices his faith. He lives his faith. He won't do roles that will compromise uh, his uh, dignity or his marriage. I know that about him, that, you know, he's careful about um, things he does, like, you know, uh, with uh, other actresses, which I respect. I respect a great deal. Um, you know, you, you don't get too many people like that. Uh, in Hollywood, there's a lot of actors that will do anything because they want to get work. And um, I know, um, you know, him, you know, he's him and his wife, uh, you know, they've been married for many years. So he stays out of Hollywood. I think that's wonderful. Let's begin the um, the article. All right. All right. Let's begin this article. The loss of freedom requires its surrender from an acquiescent citizenry, warned actor Jim Caviezel, best known for his for portraying Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, and who plays the lead role in the forthcoming film Infidel. We'll do an article on that one. Offering his remarks on Thursday's edition of the Sirius XM's Breitbart News Daily with host... Alex Mar Marlowe. It's not going to be some communist or Nazi that takes away your freedom. It's going to be you giving them away, said Jim Caviezel. That's true. That's absolutely true. And anyone remember in the um, Captain America Winter Soldier, <clears throat> there was a scene where Cap finds one of his... Um, one of the, the Red Skull's uh, allies, he became some kind of computer and it became, it turns out that, you know, in the, in the film, of course, uh, uh, what was it, that organization, um, S.H.I.E.L.D., was actually infiltrated by HYDRA. That it, they learned that you can't make society give away, I'm sorry, uh, so society surrender its freedom. You have to cause the citizenry to give it up. In other words, they have to, to give it up for more security. In other words, you have to convince people that things are so bad that in order to have security, they have to give up their freedom. And that's that's exactly, I think, what's what's happening here. Um but they seem to be attacking us through low to to telling us how bad America is. America is so racist. America is a capitalist, racist society. You know that's what they want to do. All right, let's continue. Caviezel addressed the growth of left-wing political censorship and intimidation. He said, "Combating cancel culture is one of the reasons he starred in Infidel." Ah. Infidel's website describes the movie as a contemporary Middle East thriller 
starting Jim Caviezel as an American kidnapped while attending a conference in Cairo, who ends up in prison in Iran on spying charges. His wife goes to Iran determined to get him out. That's why I wanted to do this movie, because this character is not the guy who surrenders, Kibizel said. One of the interesting things about this script is that he stands up for what he believes in, and that's on, that is something lacking in today's terms of cancel culture. I love that. That's perfect. Just perfect. That's exactly right. Kavisa described diminished human connectivity in Hollywood, driven by cultural, political, and te- technological shifts over the past decade. He identified social media as a contributing factor to the increasing automization, uh, automization of people. When I first came into this industry, you would see people sitting together, reading books and saying, oh, what book are you reading? Getting each other's addresses, talking, communicating, recalled Caviezel. It's not that way anymore. Their heads are in their phones. Their heads are how many people are following me. And I, and, and I would say a lot of that has to do with wanting to be liked very badly, but they're so misinformed. Perfect. Uh, Caviezel continued, when you look at what Jesus spoke about, what love really is, yes, you can be loved by the world, but do you want to be liked by many or loved by one? Marlowe asked, you're a man of obviously outspoken faith. How has that affected your career, particularly after the passion of the Christ? Caviezel described a de facto blacklisting he was subjected to within Hollywood. After the success of The Passion of Christ, he replied, I had no choice. I had to defend it. I had to fight to survive. The film exploded. It was off the charts. You'd think, oh, you're going to get work, a lot of work. No, I didn't. I was no longer on the studio list. That was gone. Huh, wow. Caviezel continued, because of what I do as an actor, that's my skill. It was given to me from God. I didn't give it to myself, but it's something in which I have a great range. I really felt that faith was much bigger than the industry and Hollywood and bigger than the Republicans or Democrats, party or any of that. Wow. Let's uh, check something out here. All right, let me play a clip. Let's see. You are in the middle of nowhere. No one knows where you are. And it's going to stay that way. Ha, infidels! You're late, Javid. How have you been my infidel friend for you, Javid? Such an honor to speak at the loss, huh? I told you the blog post would get a positive reaction in the Middle East. You must go to Cairo, okay? Travel to Egypt is especially risky now. That is the latest travel warning. Hey, you're making this into a much bigger deal than it is. I have been following your blog, your writings. You are here because you are willing to speak honestly. Mr. Rollins, are you aware that Cairo will cost your appearance to over 45 countries? Many are saying you've crossed the line. What are you doing? Quite shy, mate. 
and there I am watching telly. When all of a sudden I see this milky white upper middle class American wanker who reckons he can preach to a billion Muslims. Well, I was invited. Not by me, mate. Not by me. Who's that? Dad? My husband was kidnapped. He was taken to Lebanon. We know nothing. I can help you with problem. He's here, your husband. Do you believe Doug's alive? I know he is. Doggy! You know what's happened to Doug. Try to get the arrest in Virginia. Tell your old man to come clean. Tell him to say exactly what it is they want him to say. You're going to end very badly. The verdict upon you is guilty. And the sentence is death by firing squad. Let's get out. Not unless you come with Get out of here today. Don't let him take me. Don't let him take me. Come on, come on. Come on, boys. Go, go, go. We're not afraid to die. That's why we're going to win. I'm not afraid either. Okay, well, that looks interesting. Let's, um, okay, let's see here. Here, um, here's, let's pick it up here. Political corruption has entered American churches, lamented Caviezel. Many politicians are so corrupt, and I see it in the church, remarked Caviezel. Oh my God, everywhere. Bishops, I'm a Roman Catholic. Bishops, they've done nothing, pastors, priests, but there are a few phenomenal ones, but you don't hear about them in the media. You hear about the corrupt ones. There's a lot of evil going on in the world, but there are lots, uh, uh, no, there are a few of us doing the real thing, a uh, no, real thing, fighting, Continu- uh, continued appeasement of expanding left-wing demands will destroy Christian life in America. Deter, uh, determined Caviezel. He address, addressed the inclination to avoid discussion of politics and religion as appeasement of secular extremists. Caviezel stated, a lot of people sit, at, sit there and say, I don't want to talk about religion or politics. Well, I say, if we don't discuss it at some point, we're going to go from bad to worse. At some point, the bombs were falling on Germany. They were hitting in Hamburg, and I'm sure they didn't want to discuss it. Kavisa uh, cautioned against appeasement that was, the, you know, that we as Christians extend secular extremists. He added, "That's a war. If you want to get into one, that's a war we should get into, and must, and it must be won. We need to win." 
that because this this way of life that we have as Christians in the United States will end. He's right. He's absolutely right about that. All right, we're near the end of it here. Kaviza concluded the the way of life we're living in right now is not going to be a Christian way of life if we don't stand up and start fighting back. All right, so Infidelity debuts in uh, in theaters on September 18th. All right, so uh, let me pull back here um, to the subject matter of Infidel. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, here, let me, there's a link here. And I think it's, uh, it's a, it looks a very interesting film, but also what he said is true. Unfortunately, um, I don't know why, but people seem to, you know, like they don't want to talk about religion. They're not, they're uncomfortable to talking about it. All right. This is just an ad. Um, but I really feel that, you know, it's sad because a lot of people, um, are just like, they're afraid. I mean, religion makes a lot of people uncomfortable and it shouldn't make you uncomfortable. But the problem is, is that religion became uh, to the left. They want to make, they want to reduce it to a philosophy. Other people want to reduce it to a motivational thing, like a therapy thing. Other people, to some, okay, if you think it's a, it's a fairy tale, fine. You think it's a fairy tale, but don't, don't think just because a person ha- happens to be religious that the individual is crazy. It doesn't mean you're crazy, nor does it mean the individual is is anti-intellectual. I mean, a Catholic, a Roman Catholic, or even, let's say, uh, an Orthodox Christian, you know, we, you know, we're not, you know, we're not fanatics, and, and there's no reason to think that. I think it's insulting. Just because a person doesn't agree with abortion, you automatically think this person is a monster or this person is a misogynist. That's stupid. I think that in itself is stupid to think that automatically. Why? Why do I have to automatically agree? Why must I agree with transgenderism? Why must I believe in climate change? Why should I believe in that? Why should I believe in systematic racism? What makes you think just because the person doesn't agree with you that that person is dumb, has a low IQ level? Why do you believe that there's systematic racism? Because I I personally think that most people who say all this stuff about climate change and systematic racism, I think majority of them just agree with it because it's a social thing. You don't want to be, you don't want to stand out as a as a sore thumb to your uh, fellow contra- you know, compatriots because they believe in it. They're activists about it. They, they, you know, they, 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 they go out and they do all this stuff about climate change and saving the environment. Well, what makes you think I don't believe in a clean environment? What makes you think that a Christian or an Orthodox Christian or a Protestant does not like a clean environment? I mean, some people love to go fishing. And to go fishing, you have to have clean water. 
You have to have a healthy environment. You have to have, um, you know, a, a, a beautiful scenery. You have to, you have to believe, you have to have that beautiful lake. You have to have a healthy lake. I mean, do you think a person who likes to go fishing wants to see a dirty lake, wants to see chemicals in the water? People who go out camping, and yes, if a person goes out hunting, they want a healthy environment. They want a clean environment so they can do the things that they love to do. So they can go hunt, or they can go fish, or they can go camping, or they can go hiking. Those things are done by people who are religious. Those things are done by, you know, you know Christians, Christians love creation we believe that the world was created by god all right just as much as a native american believe it was created by a great spirit those things are important okay they're important they're important to everybody a farmer who happens to be a practicing christian wants a healthy environment for his livestock all right um a lumberjack or a person who works in a lumber industry wants a healthy environment where trees can grow so he can, you know, can, you know, can, yes, you have to cut trees and it's a healthy thing to cut trees. It's a healthy thing because you know why? You don't want dead trees around the area because it causes forest fires. That's why they have all this problem in California because the environmentalist says, let nature do its work. Well, <laughs> That usually comes with lightning strikes. Sometimes that does happen. And lightning strikes in an area where there's a lot of dried wood, uh, you know, just like you have to go groom, you have to go to the to the barber to get a, a haircut and a shave, uh, the environment uh, could use a little grooming, could use a little uh, cutting down of trees, you know, these things are important. They're important to a lot of people. All right? They're important to 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 a lot of people who depend on the environment for their livelihood. And to think that also going back to the subject matter, you know, Christians believe that life is sacred. Okay? We believe that human life is sacred. That life from the womb to the grave, from birth to old age, is sacred. You know, that every soul is created by God. I think that actually puts us above the environmentalists because we believe in, in the environment being sacred and it was a gift from God. But unfortunately, you know, I think environmentalists many of them have got their wires crossed. You know, for us to worship the creator who created everything is superior. To worship the create, you know, the the creature, the created thing is inferior. Tree hugging and uh worshiping rocks and water is not is not superior worship. Okay, I'm going to end it here. Um, it's too bad there was a, wasn't any more to this article. I was hoping there would be. But hey, it might be a short one, but uh, I think it's good. Um, hopefully, 
um, we'll do a little review on The Infidel. I don't know uh, when I'll get to see it, but I want to do one on Fatima, and I'm going to have one hopefully by this weekend. Um, actually, I saw the film. I want to see it again because I want to I want to look at it, and there are things in there that I want to point out. I know that uh, several other um, Catholic sites, I know Dr. Taylor Marshall did a, a review on Fatima, and I want to do one myself because I want to talk about it. I think the film was great. It wasn't perfect. It could have been better. But um, let's check it out. Uh, hopefully, again, we'll come back to it. Uh, hopefully, I'll get it done by this weekend. I know I haven't put anything in my YouTube channel. It's been very difficult. Uh, but hopefully, I'll get that done soon. So uh, God bless, and we'll be together again soon. Amen. <laughs>